Welcome to NR92's very own feed. Let me hear you scream. Why haven't you learned anything? Let's get crazy! May I have your attention, please? May I have your attention, please? Now for today's hosts. The Feed! Welcome to this week's International Women's Day edition of The Feed. I'm Larissa. Hey, hi, I'm Eli. Hey, I'm Ty, and we're your hosts for today. This year's International Women's Day theme is all about equality. It's about collective individualism. We're all a part of a whole, and our actions, conversations, behaviors, and mindsets all have an impact on our society. That reminds me of how, like, everyone comes together, you know, after a natural disaster. Think of, like, the things we could accomplish if everyone kept that mindset throughout everyday events, right? Which is why we need to continue to strive for equality in the workplace. And since radio is often regarded as a boys' club, you could even look at it in this room. The fellas, we outnumber the, we double the number of girls. And in our industry, there's a lot of talented people. In the spirit of International Women's Day on Sunday, Chantel is going to share some stories of the talented women in radio she's met. Yeah, thank you. For me, women in the media like radio were a big inspiration, especially when I was growing up. So I thought it was important to highlight them for International Women's Day. Because female representation is such a main component of International Women's Day, I thought I'd talk to some passionate role models of women in the communication industry. Brooklyn from Sonic 1029, Jenna from Kiss 91.7, and Lauren also from Sonic. You have to be able to communicate with all sorts of people and you need to have representation of all sorts of people. The more that there is, the better we all are. I think that it's such a male-dominated industry and I think it's really important for women to showcase that we're capable to do whatever the heck men can do maybe even a little bit better sometimes. I think it's important because diversity in any company is important. You know, if there's just one group of people represented, you're not getting the full opinion. You know, women make up 50% of the people on the planet, so I think it's important. I wanted to know how they feel about carrying such an important role as women in the media. (laughs) I've never really thought about it that way, I guess. Um, I think it's awesome because I remember listening to the radio and hearing female announcers talk about the music that I love, and it helped me imagine that maybe one day I could do that. I feel, honestly, I feel kind of bad, I'm not going to lie. I think, like I said, it's such a male-dominated industry, and so to be one of those women who are succeeding and making a difference in the industry and continually inspiring other women to want to pursue an industry that is so male-dominated, it's empowering. I think it's awesome, and I'm really proud to be part of it. I feel incredibly lucky to be a person that gets to do it every day. I mean, it's just lucky. And how important it is to have female representation with music on their stations. I think we gotta have that, man. Chicks can rock just as hard as dudes. And I think that there's a lot of awesome bands, especially like Canadian artists like The Beaches. They're setting a whole new precedent for what it means to be a girl group. I think it's so important because, I mean, again, it's it comes down to the fact that males have always been perceived as this dominant kind of gender and uh, women are just as talented, just as capable. So I think it's really important to have that diversity and show that like I said women are capable of doing whatever the heck men can do and there's some talented women artists out there and it's important to showcase that. I mean you can read studies anywhere on like the majority of formats like I know country music has something like 90 or 80 percent of all country music is men and there's a lot of strong women country artists like Shania Twain. And lastly how these gals celebrate the holiday. Oh hell yeah I love to send a text to all my ladies and let them know hey thanks for kicking butt all the time and being you and being an inspirational woman and standing your ground and then you get brunch because it's international women's day i think it's just important to just reach out to all the women in my life
life and just I mean honestly thank them I no one can understand a woman like another woman so you know literally thanking them for the day-to-day rants and chit chats that you have and those girl night and the wine nights I think it's just so important to remind them that you love the support you love the friendship and uh being a woman's awesome so I wouldn't say on my own I've necessarily celebrated it you know maybe draw myself an extra long hot bubble bath but um, I think a good way to celebrate is maybe to just you know read some stories of women you're interested about and their insane career accomplishments because there are a lot of women out there it's just you don't often see their stories as much I took Lauren's suggestion and actually looked up some stories, and International Women's Day is actually what got women the vote in Russia back in 1917. So yeah, there are a lot of stories out there that are about International Women's Day that originated over 100 years ago. Holy. It was also really awesome to hear all about those strong women in radio. Yeah, it's great to hear how women uh, musicians are making a big impact on the music industry. Yep. So this year for International Women's Day, if you want to join the conversation, make sure to use the hashtags, hashtag each for equal and hashtag IWD2020. That stands for International Women's Day. And that'll help you join. And last month was Black History Month. And there are plenty of strong black women throughout history. I recently watched a movie called Harriet. It's about Harriet Tubman, also known as Moses. And she helped escort slaves to Canada to their freedom. I mean, it was really amazing, really motivating, and Mm. I think it's just a beautiful story that came out. I think it just came out last year. Yeah, I'll have to catch that one. We've got Dwayne in the the studio uh, speaking about women of color. Uh, Yes, I got to talk to my mom and my cousin, who is a a Latino lady, so Mm. it's a little bit of flavor, and this is what they had to say. We live in a day and an age where seeing someone that is different from you isn't strange anymore. Stats Canada projected 30% of women in Canada will be from a visible minority. That's a huge jump from the 5% in 1981. I had a chance to sit down with Sarah Crossman, a nurse practitioner, on what it was like growing up in Edmonton. I'm not, like if you look at me firsthand, I look Caucasian, so people wouldn't label me as Latina. I don't have a Latina accent anymore. I grew up here in Edmonton, even though I was born in Central America. Um, So it's hard, I probably don't get that label, right? It was the aunties, my mom, grandmas in the community that kind of took care of of the children, of the kids. So I'm used to having that strong mother, um, women, woman figure around all the time. The question was, what did Sarah like about the International Day for Women? What did she look for? I tend to look towards where any woman of color, whether it be Black, Latino, Af- like African, um, Indian, Indigenous, any woman that gets um, highlighted, just because I know that they struggle to get any any recognition and they struggle to try to to break through a man's world and also being of color. I like looking for those stories and I like kind of supporting that. Women have been the backbone of society from the dawn of time. The impact on history ripples through time. From Joan of Arc uniting the French, Rosa Parks sitting down on that that fateful day on that bus because her feet were tired, to now the first two women astronauts, spacewalking. Christina Koch and Jessica Meir. What's that old saying again? I can't remember. Saying that it says that the hand that rocks, the creator rocks the world. Ah, that's right. I got to talk to the assistant manager at Raymond James, Monica McLaughlin, on being black in Canada. This is her viewpoint. I have stared away from looking at myself as 
woman of color, woman black, woman by any creed in that manner. I see women as the backbone of the society. I asked Monica what her advice to up-and-coming women was. We need to have our younger women recognize that they can be anything they want to be. And I would recommend that they take every opportunity that is given to them. So I'd say if you want to be a mom, go for it. But if you want to be a mom and everything else that you can be, go for it as well. So that's just what my mom and my cousin had to say. And uh, I, I guess I didn't say it in that in that clip, but the 30% is that is projected to be in 2031. Right okay. now, tw it's 20% mm. of all women in Canada are minorities. On the rise. Wow, it's very enlightening to hear how we are all different, but also so similar. Yeah, Canada is a, uh, a mosaic, as it were. Yeah, and it was really great hearing about all your family's experience. We'll be back right after this. Whoa, that's an amazing article. Oh, wow, look at that. I'll have to check out that video later. Hey, man, what you looking at? Oh, hi there. I'm just looking at the Nate Nugget Facebook page. It's quite comprehensive. Here, take a look at these posts. Huh, how to take better photos with your phone? That does sound pretty interesting. Follow the Nate Nugget on Facebook to keep up to date with the latest news and events. Their page features important articles and creative videos. Check it out today. It's time to go live. Live, 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 live. Radio rules. NR92, live from the South Lobby. Hey, 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 this is Craig, and Pop-Up Gaming is back on Monday. We all know Mondays suck, so Nate says gives you the chance to play some FIFA, little NBA 2K, Mario Kart, and Smash Bros, of course. There's lots more as well. No sign-up required. You just have to follow at OOKSLIFE on Instagram or Twitter to see where the location is that week. That's this Monday, and Nate says always looking for ways to make your day better. Take advantage of them. Live with NR92 from the South Lobby. Why so glum, chum? That soup looks delicious. I'm feeling lonely. This soup tastes as bland as my life. There are plenty of clubs around Nate. I just don't know how to join them. Check out orgsync.com. There are over 100 clubs to join, and if the club you want doesn't exist, just hit the big green button and get it started. That's O-R-G-S-Y-N-C.com. And sign in with your student ID. Oh boy, now my minestrone isn't as bland as my life. You want to listen to some bands? Well, NR92 has them.
Welcome back to the feet. I don't even know what that means. No one knows what it means, but it's provocative. No, it's not. It's it gets gross. the people going. Hey, welcome back to our International <laughs> Women's Day edition of The Feed. So far, we've heard from Chantel talking about strong women in radio. And Dwayne with his family's take on growing up as women of color. Another way for showing your support for International Women's Day is posting pictures of you doing an equal signs with your forearms. If you got any confusion, search up the hashtags each for equal and, and IWD2020 on social media for some examples. And Theron is here to share a more serious story on our topic. Hey, yeah, we're celebrating women today, but I wanted to touch on the fact that domestic abuse is still a widespread problem across the planet. And small communities like my hometown of Mournville don't have the resources to combat this issue. Great strides have been made by women around the world, but there are still many out there that face abuse. I spoke with Lynn Rosichuk, founder of the Jessica Martel Memorial Foundation, to shed some light on the situation. Her story is one you have to hear for yourself, but be warned, it is not for the faint of heart. Uh, the Jessica Martel Memorial Foundation is an organization that started as a result of my daughter, Jessica, being murdered by her common law husband almost 11 years ago. Um, we had tried to access services in our community for her, but there just weren't any. And uh, in her wait to get into a shelter, uh, he found out about it and ended up killing her. So a group of us decided that we wanted to make a change in our community and do something about it. And as a result, we are building the first shelter to be built in 22 years. It's a 9,000 square foot home that will house any gender, house seniors. Um, yeah, it's going to be great. The JMMF has been devoted to building Jesse's house and addressing the shortage of shelter beds since 2012. The emergency shelter is set to open this spring. Jesse's house plans to be more than just a bed. We have a diverse group of individuals that we've hired that have a team trauma approach to help all the families here so that they can access resources right in the home to get them the help that they need, as well as outside of the community too. So it's not just them staying here to stay safe, it's also helping them get to the next level that they need to to continue to be safe and find them housing and and stuff like that that they need. Sadly, stories like Jesse's are all too common. While we may not always hear about every case, domestic abuse remains a widespread issue. I remember reading a statistic from the United Nations saying that domestic violence was a worldwide epidemic. But just to put it in our own region, over 24,000 women, children, and seniors were turned away from shelters last year in our province. And that number alone tells you the need for places like this. A 2017 study by Statistics Canada showed that intimate partner violence represented close to one-third of all police-reported violent crime in Canada. This falls under the wider reach of family violence, which includes violence against children and youth, as well as violence against seniors. There's a fair chance you've met someone who has been or is currently being abused. Don't judge them for sure. Um, just let them know that you're there for them uh, if they ever need to reach out. Uh, it's also important to get educated so that you know the signs and how, how to be able to approach them and talk to them about those kind of situations because it's not as simple as just going to a person because you could be potentially putting them in danger if you said something in front of their spouse. Or So education and 
you know, just being there for for individuals is very important. Finally, I wanted to ask Lynn if she had any advice for possible victims. Uh, I would just hope and pray that they reached out to somebody. If they're in a, an immediate danger, call 911. Get the police involved. Uh, phone agencies that can help you do safety planning. Uh, reach out to people because you're not alone. There's And there are safe places that you can go to and soon to be Jesse's house that you'll be able to come to, too. Talking with Lynn was a truly eye-opening experience. If you need to contact the JMMF, you can do so on their website at jessicamartellmemorialfoundation.com or call them at 780-939-5289. Thank you, Theron. Something as serious as domestic abuse is really important to talk about, and especially when it's often overlooked. Yeah, it's still an issue in today's society, and it's people like Lynn that help make a difference. And looking towards the future, we have Craig, who talked to strong women from different gen- different generations. Thanks, guys. Yeah, I was really excited to sit down with my girlfriend, Megan Mancini, and my mom, Laura Jones, to get perspectives from some strong women. Nowadays, there's an international day for everything. Pancakes, top hats and even bologna. Yeah, I think it's BS too. But Sunday, March 8th is International Women's Day, a day that is important to commemorate and celebrate the women of our lives. I wanted to hear the perspectives from different generations. So I sat with a millennial psychologist and a baby boomer teacher to find out who their inspirations are and what advice they would give on International Women's Day. My primary female role model in my life would be my mom. I really feel that she shaped the trajectory of my life and I can boil that down to two major factors. So one would be her drive. My mom was the first person in her family of seven to go to university and ended up getting a PhD. And in a time where women stayed at home with children, my mom carved her own path. Mom for the millennial. What about the baby boomer? A woman I greatly admired was my husband's grandma or Baba. She grew up on a farm in Poland during the First World War. She would often tell us stories about how she would hide her siblings under the floorboards to protect them during the battles that raged around them. Soldiers from both the Russians and Germans would alternately come and take all their food and animals, leaving them with nothing. Still, they persevered. Perseverance is an understatement for the amount of obstacles women in history have had to overcome. So I had to ask these women, what advice would they give on International Women's Day? It would be letting them know that being feminist isn't synonymous with being a man-hater. With that, you know, as men, there are gender discrepancies between men and women and between men and the LGBTQ community. And so acting as a feminist, you can act as someone who provides a voice to someone who may not have the same voice. But you don't build yourself up by tearing down others, encouraging them to support other women, to walk hand in hand, and to reach down to women and pull them up. Strong words from strong women from all generations. I feel it's only fitting to end with 14-year-old Nobel Prize winner Malala Yousafi after being attacked by the Taliban. Weakness, fear, and hopelessness died. Strength, power, and courage was born. Yeah, those, it was fun sitting down with those strong women. And for me, Malala, my mom, and Joan Rivers are my personal inspirations. Craig, that was such a wholesome story. It shows how you can inspire others without even knowing it. 
The women who inspire me in my life are my mom and my girlfriend. For me, it's my grandma, my great-grandma, who are both very proud Aboriginal ladies, and my teacher and 2019 Nate Instructor of the Year, Lammy Asif. Uh, I'm inspired by my mother, of course, and my best friend. I mean, she's always pushing me to do better, and I appreciate, really, how she helps me grow. And just because International Women's Day is just one day a year doesn't mean the progress stops when the clock hits 12. We need to all remember to be conscious about how we treat the women in our lives. That's it from us on the feed. Make sure you catch us at the same time, same place for next week, the local music edition of the feed. Thanks for listening to the feed. Hear it again on Anor 92 Sunday night at 730 or find it on Anor 92 SoundCloud. See you later.